I guess. Alrighty. Welcome back to Inter- Uninterrupted Conversations with myself, with myself, Dominique. Um, I appreciate those who listened to the first one. I know it wasn't many, but I definitely appreciate all the effort it took for those, I think, 45, 46 minutes. Um, I have a very special guest this time who's gracious enough to bless us with his presence. His name is Moises. And he's going to introduce himself and tell a little bit of his background just because I did my background last time and y'all are new to this. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, my name is Moises. Um, I was born in Queens, raised out here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, right now, I'm bouncing back between my, uh, Miami and Raleigh. And I'm an audio engineer. I work in studios. Basically, my job is to set up the microphones and make sure all the equipment is working before the client gets there and once the client gets there if there's a problem with the session or technical problems they look to me to fix it in a timely manner of course but yeah that's quick rundown we out here (laughs) so i know that you didn't get a chance to really listen to my my podcast before it's cool uh like i said only about six people did it's fine six and a half six and a half above about 15 minutes yeah so just a rundown is definitely something that um this is a conversation so like i said i appreciate you coming out here and talking about it but um this week we're gonna talk about empaths um we were actually having a conversation earlier on the phone and we just happened to get on the topic and i thought you know what this would be great so let's just pocket this for later today and that's what we did so we're gonna talk about um just like empathy in general, empaths, I know that I, for the longest, have been um, recognizing that I take on everyone else's emotions. I've been definitely feeling just the weight of everything, the weight of everyone when it comes to understanding like when they're happy, when they're sad, when they're angry, and then I'm also able to break down emotions and just talking more about um, emotional intelligence and going all into that. Um, I've been definitely dealing with it ever since I was younger, recognizing it more, and I've been trying to do my best to preserve my own emotions. Um, so, when it comes to you, Moises, what is what about you? What do you what do you feel? I preserve all of my emotions as much as possible because your emotions are is a hard thing to face. Like it's really hard to sit there and be honest with yourself and. Mm. And honestly, I feel like we know that, so we decide not to. We actively make a decision not to um, face reality in a way. So yeah, I honestly, to keep it a bug, I try my best to push <laughs> all those emotions and just shove it down. But every now and then, you know, if I catch a vibe with someone or, or if I need to, if it gets to the point where I can't hold down the, the emotions anymore, I have to, you know, fan it out and and I just let that shit out, bro. And do you have like any triggers when it comes to like emotions for others that kind of position you in a way? What do you mean triggers? Like I know with me when it comes to um, like my own emotions, if someone else is like angry or very sad, I can feel it from them, and it becomes too much where I take on their. Oh emotions yeah, yeah, okay, as well. okay, yeah, definitely. So if I if I know of a situation, but I don't know, like, you don't know the full details of it, mm. but I could pick up on the vibe. I could pick up when someone is not completely happy. If I enter someone's home, 
I could pick up on the if, if I enter someone's house or apartment like their home um for the first time being that it's the first time since I'm not there everything's new to me so all that energy that's there it, it doesn't blend in with everything else because it, it stands out because it's new and I think that's when that's the most when I could pick up on someone's energy I could pick up on how they're feeling I could pick up on their loneliness I could pick up if they're mad if there's some tension in the air if there if there's negative energy and there's like an argument that they just got into an argument with, with, with a roommate or a loved one or wh- whatever I can pick up on it ASAP when um when it's like fresh uh when when that happens depending on who it is depending if I feel comfortable enough to you know to step out of my lane and sort of reach out to them and talk to them um depending on how reserved they are it all that all that has an effect on how I approach the vibe that I pick up on. Or even if it, it, it even has an effect on the fact if I even approach them like like about about that to begin with. Because yeah. if the vibe is off and I'm like, man, I sort of just you know, just feel that energy and and honestly I'll probably just it'll, it'll have an effect on my day. Um and yeah, man, I feel like if I don't, if I don't, if, if I don't feel comfortable enough to approach them about it and try to help them with it, then one that sucks, and I feel like maybe I should, but I don't. And because I, because of the fact that I don't, I I feel like that energy sort of just sticks to me, and then I have to go about my own way to sort of cleanse that off of off of my whole thing. How long does it take you to kind of cleanse it off? I want to say it's it's not really a time matter like a timely thing but mm-hmm. it's more like 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 a routine it's like a like certain things that i gotta do to get that shit off my mind um certain things that i'll do i'll go to like if i'm in miami yeah. i'll go to the beach meditate um i love going to the beach people always people, right <laughs> but people, always, people always tell me like moises you know you don't have to meditate at the beach like you can meditate at home if you know like you're, it's, a it's, a, it's a vibe though it is it's a vibe it's the um, sound of the waves it's the exactly of the sand. what so what i do is it, that's exactly what you said so like i'll close my eyes and i'll i'll literally dig my feet into the sand and like bury just bury my bury my feet into the sand i don't know why honestly intuition told me to do it the first time i tried meditating and i feel like it makes sense because you're literally now under like or part of you is inside the earth um you're kind of grounding yourself exactly close your eyes and all you hear are the waves crashing um the birds if it's granted if you go to a busy you don't want to go to a busy beach where there's like people partying and shit like that you know um so Go to a low-key beach, um, and just meditate and, and 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 just breathe all the bullshit in and exhale it out. And when you exhale it out, I I tend to like I, I hate saying the word pray because I feel like people relate prayer to like man-made religion and that's not really mm-hmm. my thing. But pray, you know, pray to whoever you need to pray to. Me personally, I pray to um, ancestors, our spirits, my inner self, my inner, my, yeah, I guess, yeah, my inner self, like, that voice that we all hear in the back of our heads, like, when, when, when we know something bad is about to happen and we get that intuition, 
I mean, that's not just because we're so smart. That's because I feel like that's because we have either us, you know, that's our soul telling us like, yo, man, don't do that. Or that's our angels, our spirits or ancestors looking over us. So I, I so I, I, I train, I, I give all my all to, to all of that, to, to my spirits, to angels and all that, and try to cleanse myself of whatever negative energy there is. And they say, if I don't have the beach or I, or I can't meditate, I'll go, I'll do whatever makes me happy. Like literally whatever makes me happy. I could literally have a whole to-do list of shit that needs to get done. But if I feel like I need to sort of focus more on my mental health, um, or my spiritual health, I'm doing that. I'm, I'm throwing that list away and I'm, and I'm watching over myself by doing that. Um, another thing that I like to do is I like, I love driving. And when I'm saying driving, I don't mean, you know, speeding or try to cut no. the person, <laughs> like literally cruising, you know? It's therapeutic too. Exactly. Put some good vibes on. Like I always tell people, it's like, yo man, the music that we listen to, it plays a part on, on our energy. Exactly. Like people don't want to admit it or they don't really think it's real, but it, it is. It's, it's how can it not be real when people cry to certain songs? If, if if music in general like didn't have any effect on us, we wouldn't be so passionate about it. You know, I actually want to say like with music and um, em- like empathy and stuff, I feel it it makes me closer to the music because you can feel those emotions exactly. that that person's trying to portray in that song. And I feel like that's why I don't listen to like a lot of fast songs or anything like that because like I can't connect with that. Right. Even though I am a happy, you know, person for the most part, like I feel like songs that have more emotion, more mm-hmm. vocals, more, you know, you can just feel it. It gives you like goosebumps. You, mm-hmm. it's just it takes over your soul. Yeah. And I feel like I have a deeper connection when it comes to to music and a song can make you it can make your day or it can break your day you know we have our like different playlists like i have my sad playlist Mm -hmm. and i have my happy playlist i have you know my i'm smoking playlist (laughs) you know every kind of vibe that i would want to portray for that day and i think it definitely makes a difference when it comes to what i'm what i want to do for that day what emotion that i'm feeling because one second i could you know be in my feelings and i want to listen to this song but i know like okay i gotta chill i gotta do something else different because if not what the fuck am i doing right, right, <laughs> you know right. and so oh, that's, a, that's a fact i feel like a lot of people like they listen all right if i'm not mad and if i'm not in the gym or if i'm not trying to do something like or if i'm not trying to get laid like i'm not going to listen to some gangsta ass music mm when I'm cleaning my house. I mean, or when... Sometimes you may need to if that spot's kind of hard to... I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put that elbow, you know what I mean? That elbow grease. That elbow grease. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to something. I know, like, me personally, when I go to the gym, mm-hmm. like, I can't listen to, like, something soft. I gotta listen you know to some, crazy? like, hot girl shit. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> what's crazy, though, is, like, I've been to the gym and I've worked out to, like, oldies music. But while I was doing it, I was rethinking in my head, like, the heartbreak that I was going See, through. See? You can't do that. But it's crazy. But it helped. It helped. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Like, I think it helped because I was just... My mind was on something else as I was working out. So, it didn't... Um, I think that's... I think that helped because, like, I, I just kept working out. Like, I just kept doing my workout. Didn't, didn't really pay attention to like if, if this shit was hurting or not or if i'm getting tired if i'm just focused on something but i think that all goes back down to like when you meditate you're focusing 
on your environment you're focusing on the 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 heartbeat you know, your your heartbeat um you're focusing on on nature um when i'm driving if i got the vibes like the vibes playlist going i'm just driving and whatever emotions come out they just come out and it's like the the car is like uh i don't know honestly the car from my car like being in my car is like sacred to me same like i don't like having i'm super picky of who i have in my car same way i'm super picky of who comes over to my crib yeah because it's that energy especially like honestly in the car man like it's such a vibe because i'm i'm always in the car by myself so when i have someone else come in it's almost like they're they're sort of intruding into my sacred place yeah but yeah no i feel the same way when it comes to my car even my my house i feel like this is my safe space. Mm-hmm. So if a person comes in with like a bad attitude, I'll check you real quick. Mm. I have no problem. Like, yo, this is my space. This is, you know, what I need to do. I have one of my friends. Um, she was supposed to move in with me at one point, And I had to tell her before she even moved in. Like, yo, you can't do this. You can't do that. Because this is my space. Like, right. you know, I talked about this before. I'm not in therapy right now. I'm raw dogging this shit. <laughs> you know, like, I can't have any negative energy come into my house. So fact, though because like i i can't this is this is my place that i go to like i work from home i'm literally at home you know pretty much the whole day like this is where i work i eat i sleep this is my space and i feel like if you bring in that negative energy it's gonna stick to me because like i i do feel that it weighs down on certain people so mm-hmm. i feel like certain people that they i don't know they're just more in tune with things they feel it so those negative vibes do have an effect on us um honestly with me when i'm at work i'm on the same shit like if i walk if i walk into the studio and i feel like there's tension or i feel like something happened or like the staff is not getting along or what or client whatever whatever it could be i'm taking some sage that we have in the studio actually it's not like it's my personal one but i'm taking the sage and i'm burning that shit and i'm walking around the studio you know getting the vibes right because if I, I feel like if I can feel it as soon as I, I walk in, I can imagine that the clients might feel it. So it sort of just helps everyone. And like you got to be a real asshole to like look down on someone that's like trying to lighten up the vibe by burning sage. Like you got to be either in complete denial or you really got some demons following you and you didn't, get, you didn't fix that shit. <laughs> they say people start coughing when you're doing the sage. It's that negative energy. Yeah. <laughs> They're the probably, reason why. That's probably what yeah. it is. Get that shit out of it. Get that shit out of your system. So do you ever have to like check yourself with your like own attitude or your own energy? Like Definitely. I know, Yeah, because like for me, I have like black days is what I call them. Like I just have that, that surge of energy that's, you know, really just deep within myself. I remember one day I was working and I was completely by myself. It was back like when I was in Washington and I'm just, you know, chilling, but I could feel it. Like I feel like this, this hover, like this cloud over me. And I remember I was just chilling. It was a Sunday. So no one was really in the store. And this lady came out of nowhere and she was like, you need to chill. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? And she was like, you need to chill. Like I can feel you from the other side of the store. And I was like, you know, mind you, like I'm, um, I'm working at a grocery store. So I'm a store within a store, you know? So for her to say that, for her to come and find me where it was at, and you know, she's like, I know you're going through a lot right now. I can feel it. Does she know you? No, she didn't know me That's at all. Crazy. And it's, you know that you know I, this isn't the first time where I had somebody kind of check my energy, and I was just like, dang. And um, so when I feel that way, I try not to, and, and people can sense it because, like you mentioned before, like I'm a happy you know person for the most part. But like, oh yeah, when people okay, 
Yeah, people check me before. And then now yeah. you say that because I said at work, I'm super low key. I mean, once I once I got more used to like my my coworkers, you know, I start opening up more, so they see more of my personality. The thing is that they only see one side of my personality where I'm either happy or I'm cracking jokes or I'm friendly. I'm teaching the new guys how to hook shit up. But every now and then, there's been times where I'm not. I'm like, it's not the day for me. Yeah. And there's no smiles. And I've honestly, people have always told me that, like, you know how females they have what they call like the was it the uh, bitch resting face or something like that. Resting bitch. Resting. Yeah. Men resting. can have it too. It's exactly. Not just exactly. So that's that, that's what I was getting that like. But me is not a, a resting bitch face. Mine's just like a resting like psycho killing face. Where I'm like so serious and you get like no emotion from my face. I mean. Do you think the mask helped though? The mask definitely <laughs> helps. The mask definitely helps. I feel like I mean like everybody now, but my eyes. Oh, the mask! Like... I fucking love yo. Honestly, like, I'm not about to say thank God for COVID, but thank God for the mask that we yeah. gotta wear because that be yo that should be saving my life when if I'm high as shit. I mean, like, I'm covering the majority of my face, and then the hair is covering like the majority of my like the. the I got long hair, guys. Yeah. So like the face. So like the, so my face is getting covered. Um, when it comes to like having like like just being not necessarily in my feelings, but just not like not not trying to be peaceful and no type of peaceful shit like they like said like a dark day mm-hmm. or a black day. Um, yo, I've been calling out on that. And they're like, yo, you good? Like, I feel like something's off. And when honestly, when they ask me, I get even more annoyed because that's when I want to be like, actually, I'm not good because this, this, and this. But I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make a scene or go off or anything. I mean, so I sort of just bite my tongue, get through the day, and then as soon as I get out and I have and I'm and I could go back to my to my sacred place or to the beach or just by myself, and then that's when I focus on fixing that energy. Um, it's bad though, man. It's been like, man, there's been times when people caught me off like just on the wrong day, mm-hmm. and I would get so out of character and like do some very foul shit and not necessarily foul all right so once upon a time oh my God. Once, once upon a time <laughs> you know a friend this happened to a friend of mine quote unquote your friend, friend it was you yeah i mean you know my friend yo, yeah so yeah so a friend, <laughs> so a friend of mine he was um <laughs> he was driving i think he was doing instacart and instacart told him that that he stole groceries and he can't drive for he can't work for Instacart anymore. So my boy, he's a type to be like, like, like that's one of his pet peeves. Like, don't call him a thief. Yeah. So basically, Instacart was calling him a thief and he tried to fight it. And I don't know. It they sent him another email saying like, yeah, we got your email, your second email. That doesn't matter. You're still not gonna work. You can't. You can't work for us anymore. So he got mad. So as he was reading that email. He was in traffic, and for whatever reason, the car next to next to him like just yelled like right at him. Like everyone had the windows down, so the car next to him, like the passenger, yelled at at my boy, and he lost his shit. Like, cause he's reading this shit, and someone's like laughing right in his face because they thought he scared like that they scared him or whatever. So what my boy <laughs> ended up deciding to do just off rip, took his drink. And just threw it at them. Oh my god! And and honestly, he was looking for something else to throw. 
and thankfully he didn't find like the brick that was in the back of the car jesus you just telling all this man's business really? <laughs> <Not me. laughs> but this, the person is anonymous so yeah but that's what that type of shit happens when you catch someone on the wrong day yeah um and I, and honestly like after that like after that happened and he calmed he sort of calmed down he was like fuck man because some of the drink got on him like not on him but on the car so he had to wipe it down and you know it's like it's sort of hard to stay mad when you gotta clean something sure. or you gotta like you gotta like like rub I mean, something you did it yourself like, <laughs> what did i get mad for what did I- <laughs> right so so yeah so it's well when that happens like just shower and you stay home like yeah i think that's one of the main things that's like just stay home or st- like don't like don't put yourself in situations or in environments where you know you're gonna have like shit's gonna pop off and if you could be 100% with yourself and keep it real with yourself I, f- I feel like people was like save save themselves so much um drama like so much trouble so much drama because you're li- you're actively making the decision to stay home because you know that if you go outside and you interact with the wrong person it's gonna like they're gonna think it's some nonchalant type of shit, or they're gonna say something funny, or they think it's funny, or whatever, but it's not funny to you. On that day, nothing is funny to you, and you will fuck someone up super quick. So yeah. if you know that, stay home. See, I'm not a violent person. Like, when I have those days, like, I feel like I need to, like, put that energy towards something. Mm. And so, like, I'll find stuff to do. Like, I'll be like, okay, let me do my nails. Let me, mm. like, do my hair. And, you know, I'll find a little project for me to do. Like, something where I can get my mind. I'm not gonna clean. I eat my house is just clean because I'm mm-hmm. lazy. I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't want to clean. <laughs> so it's usually clean. But like when it comes to like putting furniture together, something where right. I can find, you Keep know. Keep your mind busy. Yeah. Like I'm not one to like, yeah, I'll go to the gym and everything. But like I like to go to the gym when I'm happy. Like I don't want to go when I'm upset because I don't want it to be only a place that I go when I'm upset. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing too. Like I'll find like things to do only when I'm doing this way, only when I'm feeling this way. Gotcha. So like when I do those activities another time, I won't cross them, you know? Right, right. Because if you don't allow yourself that time, that energy and that um that kind of I don't know what I want to say, like a, a regrouping I guess of mm-hmm. yourself you're gonna carry it on to the next day and the next day it's kind of like when people say like don't go mad you know don't go to bed mad at your like spouse or whatever like i don't go mad don't go to bed mad with yourself right you know like you know get your shit don't go to bed mad like at all true like just in general like don't don't do that because then you're sitting there the next day you wake up and like i have nightmares if Mm. i sit there and i'm upset about something i'm gonna my body's gonna wake me up at like three o'clock in the morning and it's gonna be like so now we all gonna have this conversation the ancestors the spirits the angels yourself look at you you could have been asleep if you would have handled this conversation you know by yourself you know earlier and it's just and you know i think that's so true because like when you're when you're mad you go to sleep mad even though you're sleeping, your subconscious is still going. Mm-hmm. And that subconscious, if you have those negative thoughts um, in your in your mind, that's gonna go. That's gonna stay inside of you. And it, like you say, it could show up in a dream. You could wake up like you know what I never understood when people wake up angry. Like how you wake up mad? Cause you done done something in that dream. You did it. It was you. Mm. <laughs> Very true. Very you can wake up next to your, your significant other and be like, you know what? I know what you did. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it was you all along. But it you know, sometimes those dreams, I'm gonna be honest, I have those dreams where someone's done something, thank you. Like someone's mm-hmm. done something, and I know for a fact. And I know because of my dreams. That's crazy. And so like I could be dating someone and I'd be like, oh, you cheating, huh? Alright, so how are we gonna have this conversation? Oh, I'm telling you. It happens, what happens? happens. I'm telling you, you have to you that have happens. to listen to your you said don't listen to your intuition earlier, but no, I feel listen, like listen to your intuition. You listen, did oh, okay. yeah, listen to your intuition. Definitely listen. Yo, sorry, so times that I've that actively decided not to listen to my intuition. Always been wrong. Oh my gosh. Like wrong times like a thousand mm. um all right so one time all right so when i when i moved back to north carolina from cali um it was around october it was like halloween vibes was in the air so here in raleigh there's this uh this is abandoned mental hospital dorothea dix and for whatever reason we, you know, me and my girl at the time, we thought it would be a good, you know, idea to, like, sneak in and just explore. Crazy. So, we did that. <laughs> and it was like, oh, shit. All right, but And the next time, you know, I got my brother. We all went, all right, cool. Same shit. Explored. Cool. Third time, I asked me, my ex, my ex's brother, and we were telling him about Dorothea Diggs. It was and we were talking to him and and his uh his friend. So as we're having the conversation, you know, every just like always, like he's like, man, you know, I wish I was there, whatever, whatever. And me, being the spontaneous person that I am, I'm like, yo, fuck it, let's go right now, <laughs> let's do it right now. As soon as I said that, automatically had the feeling like, yo, don't do it, don't do it, don't go. Yeah. That's a bad idea. But. I already hyped everybody up, so I wasn't trying to hype everyone down. I'm like, actually, never mind. I don't want to go. Whatever, whatever. I've had, oh my gosh, you gotta accidentally lose your keys or something. Then something, <laughs> but I wasn't. I wasn't. You know what's crazy? I was driving, and it was like a 20 minute drive because my uh, the the brother lived in and like carry, and this shit is like close to downtown Raleigh. So it's a, it's a solid, you know, nice drive. Enough enough time for me to be like, this is not a good idea. This is not a good idea. This is not mm-hmm. a good idea. We pull up. As soon as we pull up, I noticed that in the parking lot, there's another building and someone saw us um, pull up. And and I remember thinking to myself, why? Like, man, it's, it's just weird that it's like late at night. It's that one person that saw all of us get out the car and sneak into this building. I didn't think anything of it because I thought it was, um, I don't know, like a janitor or some shit. Which it was, but the fucking asshole ended up calling the cops. Oh my god. And this entire time, I still had that feeling. When I saw the janitor, I was like, this is a bad idea. When we went inside, we are looking around. I get to the, I go to the very top floor. And I look out the window and I see the cop talking to the janitor. But when I looked out the window, I didn't know it was a cop at the, at the time. I thought it was like another janitor, someone or his co-worker or some shit. But at the same time, I had that feeling like, yo, we really need to get the fuck out of here. And I just kept ignoring my intuition. Sure enough, we got like, R, like fucking RPD, like eight fucking cops outside oh the building guns drawn telling us yo get the fuck out the building right now come out with your hands up whatever whatever man we came out i was scared as hell because i thought we were gonna get shot up i don't know what the fuck happened they had us they lined us up all against the wall 
luckily my ex she was a, a CNA and she still had her scrubs on mm. so so it didn't look it just looked weird but not in a bad way because she was there and she had her scrubs on while you know the rest of us were all Hispanic males and we all looked like I mean like we just look like like we're not like we're not the friendliest people which we were mm-hmm. and we are but to them you know that we're sneaking into this building we're trespassing I get it yeah. um they they check my background first my shit came out clean they check out my ex's background they came out clean so they asked me what the hell are you guys doing here and we told them like it was Halloween you know always ha- like Halloween's down like around the corner so we were trying to sneak in and, and I don't know just see if we like catch a ghost and see what happens just explore and honestly like by the grace of God man they just let us go and they told us yo don't fucking come back here type of thing you know they let us go um but all of that could have been avoided if you listen to if me. I would have listened to my intuition from the beginning as soon as I said fuck it let's go right now the, my next thought was like fuck that's a bad idea I want to do that mm-hmm. and yeah let's always listen to your intuition no I try to especially if you have like deja vu I listen to I will stop everything I'm doing if I have deja vu and be like oh this is probably where I died last let me stop real quick <laughs> let me regain my body is telling me stop don't go past go don't collect your $200 you're not getting $200 no just go stop home. All the, exactly go the hell home and I will <laughs> I have no problem <laughs> I will. I'm not gonna say like I'm not gonna sit there and lie. Like I Facts. do. Like I will stop everything I'm doing. And even like when I've gone on dates and stuff in the past, I remember I was going out. Uh, I went on this one date with this guy, and like the moment that I saw him, I was like, nope. Oh shit. And like my body was like telling me everything, and so like we go to like the movies and everything, and like on the car ride home, everything in my body was just like no, 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 oh, no. And like he tried to like give me a kiss and a hug afterwards, and I'm like no, no. Like I, I literally had a panic attack on the way home, like while I was in the car with him because I felt so scared, and I was like no, 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 no. What did he do when you started having a panic attack? He was like, are you okay? And then like, I knew this. Oh, I knew this man was crazy. I knew this man was crazy because like. After we, like, left and everything, he texted me the next day, and he was like, yo, like, are you good? And I was like, you know, like, I just feel off, like, something feels off with you, and I just can't. And he was like, you're not ready for a real man, and da-da-da-da-da. And I was just like, when I tell you this man wrote me, like, four or five paragraphs, back-to-back. I used to have it saved on my phone. I would have read it to y'all. I would have been real honest, but, like, That's a lot of reading. When someone sent me five paragraphs, I just say, I blocked. Exactly, yeah. blocked, done. Yeah, I'm not reading that. No, I definitely, I blocked him. Because I was like, what the fuck? Because he, like, lied about everything. Like, he lied about, like, what he looked like. He lied about, like, <laughs> yo. yo. This he, man went he, out and bought a car. He said he went out and bought a car just so he could take me on a date. And I was like, I just met you. Like, we've been talking for, right. like, not even talking, talking. Like, we've been having conversations, right. you Can't know. know each other. For, exactly, for, like, a week or two. And you're saying you bought a car. And he went and bought a Kia. Like, I I have a Kia. That's so weird. And I was just like, okay. That's unusual. And, like, I don't know if, like, if I would have sat there and, like, not listened to myself. Now, I wish there were times myself would have told me. Right. Don't do this, Dominique. Right, right. <laughs> But, like, now I lived and I learned, you know. Oh, yeah. But, no, I, you have to, when you feel that emotion, when you feel that 
the butterflies in your stomach and that's one thing like you have to realize if are there butterflies in your stomach because you're nervous are you butterflies because you're attracted and i feel like that's one thing you have to like right right because i know for you could read like you could read signs the wrong way Mm -hmm. like it could be intuition it could be if you're into numerology or you're into like you're seeing signs or whatever or when someone says yo god just give me a sign and and they ignore that sign. Yeah, they ignore the sign, <laughs> or they're not getting it, or they're not reading it properly. All of that could be lost in communication. So that that is important to know. You know, just try to keep an open mind. And, and I don't know. I feel like when someone is, when someone's like making an active, um, like an active, like they're actually trying. I mean, when they're trying to clean themselves spiritually, or they're trying to just like cleanse their body of like all the toxic shit that we put in our bodies or like when they're actually trying to make a difference in in their lifestyle Mm -hmm. then i feel like the more you try and the more aware you are the more i feel like the more the messages like you will see more messages come to you and i feel like you'll read them uh you'll read those messages more accurate you're taking more accurate so you won't get you won't get lost in like translation or in communication and you won't think something means something else when it actually means something else if that makes sense <laughs> Thank God. i mean like like you won't like you, like let's say like the whole sign thing like if you're actively making a conscious effort to pursue a better life spiritually and and just enhance everything like your body your 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 consciousness if you're making that conscious effort then those signs that the universe gives you one you're gonna pick up on them more and you're gonna read them the right way if you're open to it you gotta be open to it if you're not if i feel like if you just think this is some bullshit or you think um everything is like some miss cleo shit i mean you you might one you might not even see the signs that you're asking the universe for or two, you might see them, but you might be reading them the wrong way, mm-hmm. and that's when someone gets super confused and can really like make terrible like decisions. Yeah. Or, or not, maybe not terrible, maybe just the wrong decision. Have you ever made a wrong decision by ignoring your signs? Um. Yes. Yo, I'm gonna keep it a bar. We gonna keep it a thousand. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm honest. I'm gonna keep. Podcast. All right. I'm gonna keep it a thousand. I'm gonna keep it a thousand. So I was previously married. Mm-hmm. And when I got married, my intuition was telling me, like, don't do this. Because I felt pressured. I low-key felt pressured into getting married by my ex. Yeah. And granted, we were together. We loved each other. Um, I don't know. But something just felt like maybe we shouldn't get married. Or maybe it's just not the time to get married. Yeah. Granted, I was out in Cali. It was just me and her. My entire family was back on the East Coast. I've been there. Yeah, and my, and my <laughs> mom and my mom was telling me from the East Coast. She was telling me like, Moises, just you know, just be careful. Don't do anything stupid. Whatever, whatever. Well, of course, you know, like man, I was like twenty years old, twenty one years old. We live the same life. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. Um, but yeah, so I I I remember we didn't have a big wedding either. Like it was just me and her. We went to the courthouse. And man, I don't know. Like I, tr- I ignored that. I ignored my intuition. I ignored my feelings. Um, and even after I said I do, I, I still felt that way. I still felt uneasy. I felt uncomfortable. I felt like I made a mistake. 
and I sort of just, you know, bit the bullet on that and just kept it rocking. Um, but man, yeah, I feel like that definitely changed my life. But at the same time, what's crazy is that even though at that time and as even now as I'm saying it, you know, it's like as I'm telling this story, it sort of feels like I made the wrong decision. But if I wouldn't have done that, you start thinking, man, if I didn't make this wrong decision, how would my life be now? Yeah. Like, would it be better? Would it be worse? We don't know. But what is for sure is that because I made that wrong decision, certain things played out because of that wrong decision. And now here I am today because of that wrong decision. Exactly. So it's it it almost becomes like a, a perspective type of thing. You could kill yourself and just thinking about of of man I fucked up I shouldn't have done that I shouldn't have done that I shouldn't have done that well it's already done so why are you gonna keep why are you gonna cry over spilled milk now that that decision is done you gotta figure out how you're gonna bounce back from it or you're gonna figure out how you're gonna sort of finesse it so it works in your favor um and I think that's that's like those experiences that we all have in life is what makes it's, it's what makes us who we are today Mm. Um, I feel like if I didn't if I didn't get married and I didn't go through this toxic um, marriage or this toxic relationship or like if I didn't have that that experience I don't know I don't know who I would be today because I learned so much from that I've learned how to yeah. communicate I learned how to be a better man how to be a better boyfriend a better husband I learned how to how to um, talk to other people when they're not ready to talk or I learned how to, um, shit, I even learned how to listen to my intuition more because I didn't listen to my intuition at one time. That's true. And I wasn't honest with myself. I wasn't honest because I knew for a fact that deep down inside, like, yo, this is not, I shouldn't be doing this right now. And I ignored it. But because of that, now I know the consequences. The consequences. That's true. So it's all perspective. You don't, don't cry with spilled milk. If anything, bounce back from it and finesse it so that it works in your favor. I don't know. I feel like I agree and disagree. I feel like I feel like you should cry over that spilled milk, and you should buy uh, a mop and clean it up. And I agree with that. You know I'll what take, I mean? Oh yeah, I definitely. Because I mean, I've gone through things ever since I was young. I feel and... like we all gotta cry and just get get it out of your system. Yeah. But once it's out of your system. Like, you can't be loathing the rest of your life either. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I agree. But you you do have to give yourself that time to heal right. and to do better, to learn, and to take lessons from what you've dealt with. Because if you sit there and you dwell on it, like you said, you get yourself in that bad situation, and I feel like those intrusive thoughts come in, and it becomes very negative I f- all around. Yeah, them. I feel like that. I feel like if you stay with that, and like you said, the, those thoughts come in, and then that's when you start spiraling, spiraling down. Yeah, and like the whole loop will happen again and then you become negative and you spend that energy. Oh, shit, yeah. It's just, it all connects and I think it took me a long time to realize that because I'll be honest, like in my last relationship, mm-hmm. I was, I felt like I was trying to heal when it comes to everything and I was trying to do my best of... I'm trying to do my best. Cool. I know. I'm I like sorry. it though. No, I like it though. <laughs> it's because freezing. I sleep, I sleep with my window open, but I'm bundled up with the window open. It's cold. So don't mind me. Yeah, right like now, I'm just putting the blanket on. 37 degrees outside. It's freezing. <laughs> I love but it yeah, though. Um, but yeah, I definitely... And I appreciate him letting me feel my emotions out and doing you know what I needed to do and crying when I needed to cry and everything. But at the same time, 
I felt like I shouldn't have put that on him. And, you know, he was there for my healing process of it all, of dealing with the fact that, like, I was in an abusive marriage and, like, dealing with, like, silence and dealing with having to relax and feeling like I didn't have to leave the house as soon as I got home because home for me when I was in my last marriage was a battleground. It wasn't a place, you know, for me to feel comfortable in. It was loud. It was arguments it was you know negative yeah it was toxic like it was like you know a fucking like so you didn't want to come home i didn't want to come home. you know what's crazy it's so crazy you said we lived the same life because when i was going through my situation so i was in the military and i was in the navy so we would go in and out to sea and i i feel like i was the only one on the ship that would be sad that we're coming back home to base to san diego because I wanted to stay out in the middle of the fucking ocean longer. Yeah. I even got to the point where while everyone is cheering and they're packing their shit and they're ready to go home. And I was like, I was the time like, yo, if you want, I'll, I'll, I'll cover your shift tonight type of yeah. thing, you know, and and play it off and like that. It's sad. And you tell that, like, I, I've told that to people that that they were in the Navy and, and they look at me like I'm like, like I'm crazy. Like, yo, your shit was that bad that you really wanted, you'd rather be out working 15 hour shifts in the middle of the fucking ocean then be home yeah but i I guess like that yeah i definitely think that he made it his safe space Mm -hmm. because he wanted to sit there and play the game and do all this stuff you know where he felt safe but i didn't feel safe i didn't feel like it was a place where i wanted to go to and when i was in california i was there primarily by myself because he was on tour and then like his brother came and he you know he messed up (laughs) the military so he got you know he was in the barracks for a long time and then uh, when we left we moved here but when we moved to washington when he went back into the military like he was always home and i was just like oh you're here (laughs) like what do i do you know what i mean and he wasn't trying to confront that he wasn't even trying to deal with that no, I tried. Like, I tried. But when I would try to talk to him about it, it would become a, a fight, which would become me getting hit. And, like, I didn't want to deal with that. And so when we finally got divorced and everything, I moved into my own place. Even when I was with living with my mom for a little bit, I love her. But, like, it's hectic being at home just in general with, you know, another person of your family where you're just like, I can't say what I want to say. I can't, you know, because you have to respect them, especially if they're your parent. And so when I moved down to my, on my own for the first time, I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know how to be still. I don't know how to come home and stay home. Like, I want to come home and leave, mm-hmm. you know? And when I was in Washington, like, the um, the sun and everything, it definitely, I don't know what that was. That was my fault. Oh. Yeah, my <laughs> I don't know. It was scary. Um, when I was in Washington, like, the sun didn't set until, like, 10 o'clock. And so, like, I didn't have to worry about anything. So I could stay out as long as I wanted to. By the time I come home, it's, like, 10, 11. I can go to sleep. You know, I don't have to worry about that. But then when I came here, I remember the first time I saw, um, I I forgot that the sun set early here. Mm -hmm. And so when it was, like, November, I got scared. When I came home from work, I um, I was like, why is it dark? What's happening? And I got nervous because it put me back in the fact that, like, oh, it's dark. You know, it's nighttime, you can do whatever you need to do, but at the end of this, it's done. Like, you know, and then I would have like these bad dreams and stuff and it just turned into this whole thing of me feeling uncomfortable. But now 
I've made this home, like my new place, my actual sacred place where I'm just like, nobody messes with it. I have everything that I want. I want to light candles. I can light all my candles that I want to. Nice. I want to turn the music on. I can turn it pretty loud. <laughs> I can be considerate. <laughs> you know, if I want to have LED lights, I can. Like no one's right. going to judge the way I have my home. And you know, I have no person with me here, you know, that can say anything my daughter she loves it you know she does whatever she wants to do but like when it comes to my actual home i can decorate how i want to if i don't like it i say oh i don't like it i don't want it i'll return it if you buy it for me i'll be like you can take this back (laughs) you know because it's not how i want it to be because make sure you keep that receipt yeah (laughs) we could talk about that my goodness i went to tj maxx the other day and i didn't have my receipt i didn't know they They still take it right yeah they still took it they got my id which i knew they were gonna do but then they gave me a gift card and the gift card I guess I had to have my ID linked to it, which was weird because, like, when I turned around right back in the store, I bought like some perfume or something. Mm-hmm. They were like, Can I see your ID for a gift card? What do you mean? I was like, Am I getting profiled? What's right, happening? Right. <laughs> you know, like, I was so nervous, but no, I definitely, you have to make yourself comfortable with your own energy. And I think that's definitely something I've been doing this year of just being like, No, I don't like it. I don't want it. No, I don't want to talk to you. And I don't feel bad. You know, because like, I feel like you have to make yourself be able to breathe better, you know, in your own space. And if you can't do that with yourself, then like, how are you going to do that with someone else? You know what I mean? And so it's definitely different. Do you ever, do you like relate or? I feel like, um, I definitely do relate. And I feel like lately it's been like, it's been a while since I've had my own, own place. Mm Um, I was like, I'll be staying with family or friends or cause I'm bouncing, like I said, I'm bouncing back and forth between Miami and, and Raleigh. But yeah, I miss it. I miss having my own place. I miss living alone. Um, and it's crazy because the first time I lived alone was after I got out the Navy, after I got divorced, um, and when I first went to Orlando, I went to school in Orlando. Um, so when I first went to Orlando, I had like mad roommates, like mad guys. It was it was a vibe. It was we were all friends. <laughs> it was cool. But then they didn't want to renew the lease, and I ended up having to get my, like my own little studio um, just to myself. And I remember when I got there, it felt like so depressing, so lonely because. I didn't have no one to talk to. I will come home and literally not have anyone to talk to. And it doesn't help that, like, like me and my ex, we weren't together anymore. We had just, like, stopped talking, whatever the mm. bullshit was going on over there. So I literally, like, that. I think that's when I started. I, th- I feel like that's when my healing process really started. Yeah, because forced to. I'm forced to be alone. Um, I'm not from, I'm, I'm from Raleigh, so I'm in Orlando. Have no friends there, no family there. And it was one of the things where I just had to um, just be forced to deal with that. And that shit fucking sucked. Yeah. But I got through it. And you can get through it too. But damn, that shit sucks. It does. And it's awful because you feel like when it starts to suck, you're like, dang, should I I'm, should I go back to my old ways? Like, right. should I go back to that person? Should I go exactly. back to that job? Should exactly. I go back to that situation? And it's like, it's really testing you. Because I remember like... 
um i think it was like for the new moon i burned my bad intentions like anything that like i didn't want to happen in my life i burned it all i wrote everything down i didn't want to i wanted to let this trauma go i wanted mm-hmm. to stop talking about this person i wanted to let this cut these ties with these people and i wrote it all down and i burned it but then that next month november i felt it heavy i felt it because i i was literally you know i went cold turkey basically on everything that i didn't want to involve myself with but i had to go through those you know bad you know um feelings of feeling lost and sad and i cried so much i'm a crier i will admit i feel my emotions (laughs) like i feel you you know what's crazy that you say that um so you know when someone says like when someone prays to god and say please give me patience Mm -hmm. they don't you're not going to get patient. Here you go. Here's your patience. Have a great day. You're going to get situations where you need to be patient. And, yeah. And then that's how you really test. And that's how you grow to be more patient. Mm. So if you have to, if you burn all the things that you're trying to get, you know, let loose and cut off and cut ties with, I can see how, like, the universe was sort of just, not necessarily, I mean, I don't know, like, but not like necessarily. Test you, like, yeah, like, test you. And, mm. and, if you pass that test and when you do pass that test um that i feel like that's when you sort of like know like all right i'm good on that yeah you know because even now like when i go through things i think like damn like i should have it you know this is the reason why this happened this is the reason why that happened if i just said this or if i just did this instead i'd be a different thing but like you have to remember you have to like remind yourself like no look at where you're at right now look what you're going through and look where you're at you know what i mean like you've made it this far you've come this far like don't regress like only progress (laughs) you know what i mean like and it's hard especially like when you're by yourself and you i feel like i'm trying to do a better job this year of just kind of feeling my emotions for myself first getting them sorted and then talking to someone because you know when you bring those emotions to someone and they're unsorted you're sitting there and they're trying to figure out trying to help you like you're being dramatic you don't know what you're talking about you know but you don't your mind is so clouded that you can't see like yeah i am being dramatic i am doing this i am doing that and like when it comes to like your empathy do you think like you understand people better or like you get irritated with them because you do understand like your own emotions i think it's, it's both and i think it takes time to to realize like to dis to um distinguish like which is which mm-hmm. but there's times where um if i'm talking to my brother about certain situations and granted it's a, it's a little different because it's my little brother so i want him i want to see him succeed to the max yeah i i believe in his potential to the max where he might not have that confidence or he might not be feeling that way so he so if anyone they would just stay with what they what they're used to so it gets frustrating um but i think that's more like a selfish thing to be honest because that's me getting frustrated because i want to see him you know I mean, but it's not his fault that, like, yo, if someone doesn't have the confidence for whatever, for whatever reason, that's not that's not something for someone to get frustrated about. If yeah. anything, that's that's something to try to figure out, like how to open the person's eyes and, and make them realize, like, yo, man, like you could do a lot better. Like, believe in yourself, be more positive, you know. And it it. So I catch myself getting frustrated, but then I, I try to fall back because then I feel like I'm just a broken record. I'm just repeating the same shit to him. 
um so there's that so that's when i know i'm just like i'm getting frustrated with the person but then i know there's been times where like someone's going through something and i can relate and i don't judge them i don't i don't get frustrated because i don't know um, it's, it's weird i think i think because i'm it's not my it's not like a direct family member so yeah. i'm more i'm more relaxed on it and i'm more of a listener as opposed to a problem solver mm. if i'm if i'm talking to a family member or someone that i really care about and love okay like i'm i'm here to solve problems like you could cry to me about whatever but i hear you but what we how we this is how we're gonna fix it yeah and sometimes you know people they don't need their problems to be solved which honestly even me, even me saying that right now sounds crazy to me because I'm a problem solver. Uh, yeah. But but sometimes people just need to be heard. People just need to like vent so that they can continue battling another day. And I think as like an empath, like I definitely struggle with that because like I do want to heal them and I do want I because I know those emotions and I wish someone would do that for me. Mm-hmm. So I want to do it for them. Right. And I want to be like, oh, like let me help you. Let me help you figure this out. Let me take on your Ex- negative energy. Exactly, so exactly. I can deal with it. And you become like a vessel almost of like taking in all these people's emotions. Oh, people don't and then want you get that. too full. Right. You know, you you're doing the most at that point and you're taking on all of that. And then sometimes they can create a habit of putting that on you. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like as empath, you need to sit back and you have to be like, you know what? I can't take no more today. I can't right. do this, you know, today. And it sucks. Honestly, like, I'm getting better with that. But mm-hmm. honestly, I know it sucks because I'm just like, fuck, man. I wish I could help so-and-so. I wish I could. I wish they could just listen to me and be, do this move and we'll make this happen. and Or everything. Like, it's, it's always going to be, I wish they, like, would listen to me or, or, or let me help them or take my advice so they could... Cause you got the answers to the problems, you know, cause you're outside looking in. So you're like, bro, you're fucking up. You gotta go this way, not that way. Yeah. But they're not, they're, they're too lost in the sauce and they're, they're, they're living in that tax, that toxic situation or in, in that trauma or they're, they're the ones that are experiencing it. So it's not, they're not thinking from a strategic way as, as we would, cause we're outside looking in. They're thinking from the, like what they see and what they feel type of way because they're mm-hmm. they're living it so they see they deal with that you know um and i think it's just like i think to to really be helpful sometimes you gotta sort of check yourself and be like all right they're not looking for their problems to be solved they just need to be heard yeah um at the end of the day the way i i've gotten to sort of just not let it affect me when not get frustrated about it, it's like sometimes you got you gotta let people do what they're gonna do. Yeah, because they're gonna do regardless of what you say. They hear you, okay. But at the end of the fucking day, you can't. What's the how does the phrase go? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make the the horse drink it. Yeah. So that's that's the best way I could put it. And then once you come to terms with yourself and you realize, you know what? Let me chill out because I am not God. I'm not about to fix anyone. I'm not about to. You know, fucking make, situation make the situation better. better or make the problems go away, because you don't have that power. The only person that has that power is the person that's going through it, because they're the only ones that can make those moves that they need to make to make the situation better. If they decide not to make those moves or make those decisions, that's a conscious effort that they are. You know, like that's a conscious effort that they're or a conscious decision of not 
dealing with it or, or dealing with it properly, they're the, they're the ones that's making that decision. So they know what they're doing. They know what they signed up for. And what I end up doing, so I don't go on like on a broken record when I'm talking to someone, I tell them like, yo, you know exactly what you need to do. So you can't get mad when when so-and-so acts a certain way. Let's say, let's, let's talk about the toxic relationship. So let's say this, you know, the person going through some toxic shit or whatever, and, but they stick with them. Like, you know what you need to do and you're going to make that decision when you feel like you're ready. And I feel like people also get stuck in that because whether it's themselves being toxic mm-hmm. or the situation being toxic, they don't know what it's like to be outside of that situation because, because that's all they know. Yeah. That's all they know. And it's hard. And you have to, like you said, like, you know, fight for yourself basically. And you, you know, when it's time, like you can't make an addict stop being addicted to what right. they're being addicted to. Right. You can't make a person in a toxic relation, get out, you know, like me, when I'm in situations, sometimes I have to learn the hard way mm-hmm. just so I can be like, okay, well, I've done everything I can do. Right. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. And I, I can't take it anymore. You yourself have to feel that, you know, and that person has to feel that. And whether it's you feeling like, okay, I cannot take on these any more emotions today or this week or this lifetime, I'm done. You mm-hmm. have to make that own decision. Fact. Or, you know, they have to make their own decision. And so I feel like it's a, it's, I feel like um, as an empath, from the empath's perspective, you have to make that decision to realize, like, all right, they're going to do what they're going to do. I can't do, I can't put more energy into this because mm-hmm. then it starts affecting you. So you can't, you don't yeah. want that either. Um, and then, so that's from the, from the impasse um, perspective. And then from the person going through the trauma, through the situation, they know one, I feel like the main point is to make them aware of the decisions that need to be made. Now, yeah. if once they're aware and once they know the shit that they, that they need to do, it's on them to make the decision or not. But as an empath, you can't you can't let it frustrate you. You can't let that energy get to you if they decide not to make that decision and they decide to be more um, passive with the entire situation. It sucks though, man. Cause you just want to see you just want to see people do good. I me personally, I just want to see people win. Well, yeah. How about you? <laughs> My leg hurts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm cramping at this stretch, point. You gotta stretch. But yeah, on that note, we're out. Because it's been a whole, almost a whole hour. So I appreciate you guys. Facts. Turning in, tuning in. I keep seeing turning in. Tuning in and listening to us. Um, and I don't know who I'm going to have next. And maybe myself and maybe a guest. So I appreciate so it. I might come back. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully. Hopefully. Thank you for coming. I appreciate you. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Bye. Peace.